0: Mike check, Mike Check. Mike check. One two.
1: <laughs> Cheers, man. Cheers, bro. <sighs> Back to McDers. Is this the same one that we um not the same bottle, but is this the same uh like exact one kind of uh yeah. I don't we There's didn't a get like a, kinds, right? an aged one or anything like that.
0: It's not yeah. like a ten
1: year this is good. Mm-hmm. It is good. It's got a little bite to it. On the I know beginning and then a really smooth finish. I think it's really sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I think this goes down t- too too easy. Yeah. So uh, Tucker's in the playoffs. Playoffs, baby! Playoffs. <laughs> I never thought I could get so playoffs. excited about fifth grade football. Did I'm you not think it was possible. No, we've been going since July 24th. July 24th. Dude, that's an NBA season. Five days a week. Five days a week. No, six days a week. Six days a week. Six days a week. Five days of practice and a game. I can tell Tucker's about ready to put this thing to bed. (laughs) But he wants to win. These guys, man, we got a bunch of great kids, dude. That's the best. God, we have, you know, you play with 11 kids. We have 13 kids on the team. So everybody's playing both ways. You're rotating you know, two two guys in and out every three plays. And man, the beginning of the season they were dying. Like what? By the end of the game, eighty-two plays. These kids are playing. You know, and they were just sucking wind. And now, after a game, they're like, "We're good. We're good." Yeah, I mean, the, the amount of the amount of conditioning that they've gotten in in this amount of time, and the amount of um, maturity that Tucker has gained this year is unreal. Like. He is, I, as, you know, as a father, you know, your kid and man, things don't bother him the the way they used to. Like he doesn't get upset like he used to it as overwhelmed as overwhelmed. He can like breathe and take care of things. I mean, he, (laughs) we talked about this in a couple episodes ago. Um, he's, you know, in fourth grade and he got the opportunity to play up on the fifth grade team more so because they needed me as a coach than Mm -hmm. necessarily, but he's held his own and he starts both ways and he's, but he's gotten his ass kicked a couple of times and man, he's gotten up and you can just see it in his face. He doesn't, he doesn't want to show it, but it like hurt, you know, and he's feeling like, Oh my God, I don't know if this is, I don't know if I can keep going. And he keeps going, you know, he's like, I'm like, you okay. You know? And he's like, he shakes his head like yes. You know, can't even, without, like, can't yeah, even say yeah, it. Without yeah, saying it. Can't even say it? Yeah. I gotta save my words, that's yeah. energy. I can't <laughs> say it. Just give me a head nod. Yeah. Thumbs up. Oh man. And so it's just it's so great to see um that he is matured and just, you know, taking like taking his licks, you know, and saying, You know what? I'm not gonna quit. I mean he got he got trucked in this last game. Uh got he, he was he he was on the offensive line. And this defensive tackle just trucked him and put him right on his back, you know, Mm -hmm. and you got to go up and face that kid again the next play. And he did it and he blocked him, you know, and it's like, man, that teaches you so much fighting for your space. Yeah, no, I agree.
0: And that's what it's good. I, I have to say, you know, I look at the kids at this age. I look at us as parents at this age, you know, being, uh, Active in their sports mm-hmm. life, you know, because I'm sure there's plenty of parents out there that are hustling their asses off, you know, and they're like, "I want my kids to be in sports." So I don't get the opportunity to be able to coach sports. Yeah. We, you know, carve out a little bit of time to be able to do that. So I think that's pretty special for us. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, we're as like suburban thick as it gets. With all <laughs> this stuff. Dude, uh, I know every night, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's so. Like, look what we're about to get into in November. We have basketball on Tuesdays and Thursdays that we're coaching yep. for the skills camp. Skills camp, yep. And then another football program that's coming down on Fridays. the flag football yep. that we're doing. And it's just to have fun, but still. Yeah,
1: yeah. and then Tucker's got baseball for next year. Oh, I just year. saw the tryouts thing, yeah. Yeah, he's got for next year on Sundays. He'll have just one day. Yeah. And then I'm going to try to—he wanted to He wanted to do— you know, Sorry. So. I didn't. Um, yeah, so Stevenson's feeder system, the junior Patriots have it just like the football program. So he wants Fucking to get in fourth grade. Yeah. Wrestling. Well, I started in second grade. I started I wrestling. That. Second. Yeah. 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 And yeah. that teaches you. A oh, lot. you're going tell me, man. Oh man. When you're on the back in my on entire, your back, <laughs> in my entire sports
0: career, I've been a one, one wrestling practice. Tournament. Oh, practice. A, yeah. Uh, as a invite. Yeah. By the participant, coach. yeah, as a participant, and my head, my high school head coach, he wrestled, and so he was like, "I love this idea." And oh, so man. all these skill players, he's like, "How much do you weigh?" And then they're like breaking it down, and you're looking at someone, and you weigh the same, but, <laughs> but you, you, don't you don't look, look the same. same. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this kid's got a neck twice the size as mine. What's going on? Yeah, Jimmy's been wrestling since oh, he was man. in kindergarten. Yeah, so I man, there was plenty of times I <laughs> Okay, funny story. We'll get to what we're talking about folks in a second. I was I quit wrestling when um my cousin beat me. My cousin <laughs> pinned me at a match. <laughs> the one that I met? No. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. John. Yeah! yeah. John, my the cousin super John. Convert, yeah. Super, well, by the way, he ended up like three sport athlete all state oh, yeah, like total. the kid at but when I was in what was it? Sixth grade. It was sixth grade and he was in seventh grade and dude, it didn't it? They can it did not take him long at all to <laughs> pin my ass. And I'm like, you know what, man, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. I liked it though.
0: I did like it. You know, one of the things I like about, or what got me in the industry for Christ's sake is that the feeling of sweating, dripping, just how you were describing the kids, uh, from the beginning of the season to now, mm-hmm. I was just about to ask you, you know, what it must feel like as a coach, you know, day in and day out six days a week, seeing these kids and seeing the progression. Cause as a player, right. You think you like, Oh yeah, I mean, I'm in good shape, mm-hmm. but you're sore all the time yeah. because you're taking licks every game, every week you're yeah. icing when you're still yeah. lifting, you know, all the things go along with it. And that's a big higher level than right. Fourth grade. Right. 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 But, um, to see kids get conditioned mm-hmm. and then the feeling of being in shape, like I don't mean the aesthetic of a six pack and all the things mm-hmm. going on. That's not what I mean. I mean, when you're like hustling upstairs or running in sprints mm-hmm. and it's not like bent over hands on knees yeah, with the gag feeling, you're like kind of those deep nostril inhales and those like open mouth exhales. Like what else? Yeah. What else? Yeah. I'm made of iron right now. What else? Yeah. Yeah. We,
1: we have them doing, um, like at the beginning of the practice, we do, uh, like planks and pushups and, uh, leg raises and stuff. And at the beginning they could like some of these kids, it's crazy to see a kid that's in fifth grade, not be able to do like scissor kicks, you know? And you're like, Jesus, what the heck is going on here? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I could do scissor kicks when I was in fifth grade because I don't know if I don't remember what we did for conditioning back then. Right. But my thought would be like, their legs aren't that heavy, bite. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: these
1: little legs. <laughs> these little legs. How could it be so hard? <laughs> I mean, like I could do it. Listen, I've been doing exercises for my whole life. But like when I go down to do a scissor kick, I could do that shit for like, I don't know, two minutes. And I'm like, these kids can't last 30 seconds. But now, but now they can. And they start chanting chants that we've kind of taught them. And it's so awesome. And one kid will start. And it's great. And uh, and so I'm like, God, you know what? You guys are getting better. That's good. And they're kind of looking at me like, bring it. And I'm like, yeah. Like Now they're kind of like, that's what it is. I want to test how tough I am. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, that's good, man. Yeah. I can't so, believe this is like the age. Because like I, again, I didn't touch any of that stuff until I was in neither middle, did I. middle school. Neither did I.
1: I didn't start tackle football until I was in seventh grade. Same. Which felt fine. And I would have been fine if if Tucker didn't do it until seventh grade. But they had this program. And I asked him, and, he, and he, a couple of his friends were doing it. And he's like yeah, you know what? I want to try it. And I mean, he's loved it. You know, like I said, I think he's, I think he's probably about, you know, he wants to get through this playoffs and hopefully we do well, but um, you know, he's got with school, it's starting to get, I don't know if you're kids, but it's starting to get harder yeah. with more homework. He's got to well, come home. Also
0: I, and this is just my own opinion. When I say this, Uh I think that as you get older, the, uh, weight of the sports you play carry a little bit more. So, right. like for example, I remember the reason I started playing at seventeen is if I wanted to play in high school, I got to at least have a little bit of something under my. You belt mean seventh up. grade? You oh, sorry, 17. if yeah, sorry. So yeah, seventh grade. If I wanted to play in high school, seventh grade made sense because right. man, at least you have a year or two under yep. your belt, understanding the game yep. a little bit. Yep. Because I feel like going in raw uh, as a freshman. Um, especially if you don't know your skill set yeah. as an athlete yeah. I know you hear plenty of stories about some raw kid coming in and then in four years he's like you know the next thing totally um, but as much as the percentages decline as people who can make it to college etc yeah. I feel yeah. like it, it, you can find out pretty quickly in middle school if you have a knack for yep. playing the game right I now. agree
1: yeah yeah I think um I think it's good too, just from for him, because um, there's some kids that are just athletically more gifted. Yeah, um, he's gonna he's gonna be somebody that's gonna work for it. He's gotta he's gonna have to work for it, and but he's he is the person who will work for it. Yeah, which is good. So I think it's better to introduce him now, where he sees like, oh shoot, these kids are are definitely at a level that I need to get to. <clears throat> rather than hopefully waiting until seventh grade where, you know, you can, you know, if you get to that point, sometimes those things are developed in a sense that like you think you're better than you are. And so you don't work on certain things because, you know, how you and I are, we're going to be out in the, we're going to be out in the garage doing a uh, speed ladder drills with our kids in the summertime, whether they're in tackle football, flag football, or whatever it may be, we're having doing stuff, working yeah. on their, working on their just athletic ability because not to be athletic well for no other reason than we're just going to want to move as well and do it with them yeah you know and that's what we know we know you know we know fitness we know movement we know um, you know what it does neurologically for you so we're gonna put our kids in situations to to work out even if they're not in these sports and but then when you actually get in competition you can measure yourself. It's funny that you say that. It makes me think,
0: you know, when we think about our relationship with our, our bodies and our physical abilities, uh-huh. um, you know, it's easy to figure that out through sports, right? Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to play sports. But one of the things that's tough with sports is that it also has to have a little bit of set. Mm-hmm. It doesn't measure your just work capacity, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's not a lot of things that allow you to explore that work capacity at a young age, except just playing on the playground. Because mm-hmm. then, when I think about other things, uh, across uh, both genders and everything that goes on in between, <clears throat> you have dance. You know, you have cheer, uh, gymnastics, or mm-hmm. that type of you know performance based, mm-hmm. and it's all work. I'm not saying anything away from that, right? But as you and I both know, as you get older, the intensity level of you doing well at that goes up. Yeah. But as a kid, right, it's more just finding that sweet spot of just playing and being able to find your strength or your ability to get better at something. Mm -hmm. And I think that one of the things that stands out to me is sports allows young people to experience power from themselves. Mm. Um, And if you're not good at sports really rare at that young age to find something to find a similar uh empowerment
1: yeah feeling physically yeah well i tell you <clears throat> so ellie's in dance yeah and she uh she came home one day I don't know, maybe two weeks ago and she was like uh she the horse stance yeah the, right yeah and she's like she's standing there she's like dad Yesterday in dance, we had to do this for like the whole class and my legs felt so strong. And I was like, yes, that's what it's about. That That is what it's about. And she was like standing there. She's like, she could tell she was like felt powerful. I was like, that is awesome. Like that. Think about the mental impact that that has, the positive impact that it has when you feel strong in your body. You know, that's pretty cool.
0: I agree. Yeah,
1: I agree. So, uh, long intro, folks. Sorry about that. Um, what are we talking about, man? I know. I was about to shift topics based on that
0: intro. Yeah, yeah, we can. Let's keep it going, then. I I was talking about looking ahead. Yeah. And one of the things I think about when doing so, and it's probably because we're older now. You know, when you're a kid, you're like, what the <laughs> fuck I got to <laughs> think about being old? No, yeah. I just thinking about being young and awesome. Yeah, yeah. But when you're thinking about the relationship you have, with your physical. Yeah. Right. You hear it all the time. Conversations amongst friends, conversation amongst each other. And I'm now thinking about like, when do you remember first getting into a relationship with your body?
1: Hmm. Wow. Um, don't go there, folks. I know where your brain just went. Don't do that. grow up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> this isn't Peter Pan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then no lost boys we're not never never land
1: um i think I think it was probably it had to be once I played started playing like contact football because um you never really well, you know i I don't know, I think, yeah, probably contact football seventh grade because I um felt somebody. <clears throat> actually, kind of what in my mind defeat you, like, mm. like, oh shit! Like you always had this, and that's kind of what I was talking about with you know Tucker and this year is like you you have an idea of what you think you are, and then somebody destroys that. Oh, the uh, the cliche like there's always someone bigger, always something always bigger, someone stronger. faster, stronger, better. Yeah, somebody you know how I mean, no matter how hard you work, there's somebody out there outworking you. QCT. Q- nah.
0: Hell nah. Q-C-T. Someone got to be the baddest. <laughs> QCT? What is that? Yeah, CT Fletcher. Uh, <laughs> oh, so as you say it, right, he's like, no, someone's always bigger than that. And, uh He was saying his mom said that, well, baby, someone out there is going to be stronger or bigger. And I thought, nah. Hell nah. <laughs> Mama, someone out there got to be the baddest. <laughs> and then everyone plays that quote all the time. But you're right, though, because the mindset is, is that you're thinking like you just said, OK, I'm pretty good at these attributes. Maybe I'm quick off the ball. Maybe yeah. I have like a good five yard first couple steps. Yeah. Maybe so, I have great vision. Maybe I have great whatever.
1: So do you mean when you asked that question, did you were you um, thinking about when you started to comprehend and realize what you were good at and what you weren't good at?
0: No, no. Uh, I actually like, so the first thing that pops in my head, the first time I had a relationship where I was like, man, my body's able to do these awesome things. I like to, I like to climb trees a lot when I was a kid. Oh yeah. And so I remember being like eight, nine, 10 Mm -hmm. and I loved, we had these two huge pine trees in my front yard growing up in Denver. Yeah. And when I was younger, you know, like fourth grade, um, that was probably like the highest tree I'd climbed. Mm Mm-hmm. And I remember, like each time, I would get a little bit higher, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, that's too high; I gotta come down." And then yeah. each time, I'd push a level, push yeah. a level, push a level. Once where the tree was kind of swaying, right? and now we say all these things, that's and awesome, you know, times change. Yeah, uh,
1: nobody climbs trees anymore. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last more, time you saw a kid like
0: thirty feet in the air in a tree? You know why? I was just about <laughs> to say, you know why? Because <laughs> parents aren't allowed to let kids just go out no? and climb trees. You. There should be – the only way you'd see a kid climbing a tree is if there's a parent underneath yeah. watching them climb the yeah. tree.
1: You know what? It's interesting that you say it that way. You so, said parents aren't allowed to let their kids because another parent would be like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, yeah. You're right. Judgment. Oh, yeah. <clears throat>
0: um, and so that was like the first thing that popped in my head. And then the second was uh, I moved around a lot and – One of the things that helped me like interact with kids whenever I'd move to a new school uh, would be at recess and whatever the games were. Yeah. Like tetherball or like gym class had something else. Yeah. And I remember there was, uh, I don't think it was a mile, but it was like a track run on the playground that we had to run. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was like a decent runner. Really?
1: Yeah. Never um, would have guessed that. (laughs) 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 I mean, Jeremy's got a butt. That goes uh, halfway up his back, and his legs are as long as where your shoulders are. So, yeah, that's right. Baby. He can run out here flying. <laughs> um, uh, but I
0: remember those two things, and then I remember uh, loved riding my bike. I felt like I could probably ride my bike for days. Oh, yeah. Swimming, yeah, yeah. I always felt strong as yeah. a swimmer. Yeah. So I think like when you when I was playing and I found I was able to do these things, I was like, Oh, this is so cool. I'm climbing this tree. Climbing I'm the tree though is,
1: is, is a you know what, you brought back a memory. So, so I was gonna say
0: about you jumping off the farm and dude, shit. that's exactly yeah.
1: what I was just thinking. You you brought so actually what made me feel very um powerful or connected in my physical ability was uh I grew up with a three wheeler before they were illegal. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people actually like you imagine a imagine today's like in this day and age, a vehicle for pleasure that they would make illegal to sell. When's the last time you heard of anything that like somebody is using for like, you know, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, recreation yeah, for recreation that they made illegal. That was the three wheeler. Because so many people got injured on those things, right? Yeah, I had one at like in like sixth grade. My dad, like the I, motorized, yeah, no, like gas powered, like yeah, uh, like full on. We're not talking about the big wheel, no, man. <laughs> we're just talking to get about the age right. no. Yeah. We're talking about something that goes 45, exactly you're 60 about. miles an Two hour down the Two big wheels in the back. You got the, the one, one on the front. front. Yeah, we had one. My dad got it for me when I think it was like sixth grade. And uh, snowmobiles. We had snowmobiles and. I could do things on those pieces of machinery that, like, not, like my cousins couldn't do. Like, friends would come over and like try to write them. And what I mean by that is, I could control that machine the way that I wanted it to. Con- you were able to really connect, almost like you were the same frame. So when it yeah. moved, it was like I'm moving. I was moving. As that. this, oh, I got like slide. You know, mark they, they sh- they the show, body yeah. awareness. So that's 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 uh, that that actually brings up a uh, an interesting thought because i didn't think about that until now there was one time there was a couple times though that the snowmobile got the best of me yeah that's a big beast and and uh and my dad i i cracked the the side of it and i backed it into the garage differently (laughs) i I thought he wouldn't notice And he comes in earmuffs folks he comes in and he goes what the fuck do you do to the snowmobile i was like what do you mean He knew just by the way Why it was it parked. always the same. Yeah. The
0: same story. Dude. We said it to our parents. Kids, just tell our us. Kids just tell us. It to us. Yeah. You know, our parents said it to their parents. Yeah. Always the same. Yeah. Sad attempt. Yeah. yeah. What are you talking about?
1: But yeah, I mean, you're right. Like I, I felt in control of a like situation. Like, yeah, when, I think, I think the way to frame it is like, when did you feel, when did you start to feel in control of your situation? Yeah. <clears throat> Physically
0: right yeah and that was it it's like i i remember i remember in those moments i liked the challenge so when i swam i liked the idea of like how far down could i go in the deep end you know trying to touch the bottom uh and then when that became no longer the challenge it's like how far could i go down the pool without coming up for a breath you know it's and i think that's what always used to get me excited about the olympics because it's they're all they're sports But aside from, um, oh my God, there's so many sports now. Aside from gymnastics, synchronized swimming, diving, I think there's volleyball now. Everything else was just time. Are you the fastest? Oh, interesting. It's like you run the fastest, whatever the distance is in the run, meters, whatever. You throw it the farthest discus and shot put. Right. And then you swim the fastest. Like
1: a measurable versus a judgment.
0: Yeah, like a subjective. Yeah. Like I don't take away, when I say these things, like no, no, what no, gymnasts I, do I know are what you, amazing. Oh, my God. I'm talking about the simplicity of just like I'm moving it's from point A, from a to here point here to there. B. Yeah, and to who the fastest is the Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think swimming and track was my favorite growing up as a kid because yeah. it's so basic.
1: Right, Everybody can no 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 you I know people not basic. Jeremy just like almost shuddered when he said that. You but it's mean. the
0: it's our I guess purest form yeah. of movement or whatever you want to say. Like yeah. the whole point is is that everyone can run. Now not everyone can run the fastest as everyone else, but everyone can run or right. everyone can move forward. Right. And so I think in those moments when you're a kid, and I remember thinking honestly, even across gender lines, when you're little. Everyone can be fast. You can yeah. get beat by girls, you can yeah. get beat by boys. It's whoever's right. fast at these ages. Right. But one of the things that I think as we get older and now the relationships with our bodies, like one of the things when I moved to Chicago, uh, and this is just a difference between training in um California, <clears throat> and for obvious reasons. You know, Southern California's weather, you know, you're outside all day and all year. Um, I think the idea of doing active play mm-hmm. is more appealing. Yeah, right. You're like, oh, what I do is I paddleboard and I walk and I do yoga and I do all frisbee. How many
1: frisbee? I don't know a single frisbee
0: player in Chicago or the Midwest right. area, but in the West Coast,
1: there's frisbee everywhere. Yeah, every park you go to, there's tons of guys out there, girls, women, men, whatever, throwing frisbees around. Yeah, and they're getting like sweat on. You're like, I know they're working hard at this frisbee. They day. are. And then I got to Chicago and,
0: you know, so because of that kind of culture in the West Coast, you know, movement was kind of the priority. I want to move well, I want to move well. And then when I got to Chicago, it was work. I just want to get this done. I just want to get this done. And so it didn't matter how it looked or how it was done as long as it got done. And then whenever I talked to these people about longevity, they're like, oh, I'm just old. It's just what comes with the territory. And it used to just... Kill me. These yeah. people are in their thirties and forties.
1: When you moved to Chicago, yeah, like your clients would say, yeah, say, yeah,
0: and like they're punching their time card already. Like I'm done. Right. I'm like at forty. You right. think this is it? Right. And I was one of those guys.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> we met. <laughs> <laughs> we- Ohio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cause, cause he would, Jeremy would, Jeremy would joke. Cause I would before, I mean, so I'm 47 going to be 48 this year. And we met when I was probably 36, I'd say. Yeah. And then like in the first couple of years, we didn't really work that closely together. And so it was like after a year, like one, one and a half, and I'm starting to get close to 40. And so Every he time. says close to 40, but honestly, it like 30, 37, I mean, it was 37 but for three years so in straight, my <laughs> mind, folks, just let me let, let me have, let me let you have a peek into my brain. Once I get past 35, I am on to the next decade and so <laughs> not the next I, year, no, 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 not the next, next five, five years. years. And so, um, so I would be like, well, I'm almost 40. And he's like, you're not almost 40. <laughs> you're 37. I'm like, yeah, I'm almost 40. So anyways, I was one of those guys. But, yeah. but to your point like in we both lived in california in california people found um like different ways to move their bodies yeah and it was just working out like yes. there were and and to your point about the the weather man i mean it is true we only get so many months of nice weather here and so when we have it we do take advantage of it, but we take advantage of it in different ways because we can't just go, like, throw the frisbee around in our minds because we want to go to the beach or oh, yeah. we want to go to the pool. because Or
0: we, I want to go to the lake.
1: I want to yeah. do I, – I have to say,
0: the Midwest, when the summer hits, man, I see so many different activities. There's boating activities I never even heard yeah. of before I came here to the Midwest, right? But But as I say that, right, one of the things – The Southern California I remember is I must have met (laughs) in the two years that I was practicing surfing, I must have met two dozen men in their fucking 60s still surfing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. In their 60s. Right. And we're over here like, I mean, I'm almost 40. So I'm pretty much done. Yeah. In the Midwest. But, you know, then you come here for your first year and you go through that eight-month-long winter. Yeah, totally. (laughs) you're like, oh, my God, how are you supposed to survive this? Yeah. But but that's why I bring it up, is about how we create relationships with our body. Yeah,
1: I think you're right. And that's what I want to bring it back to is, like, I think if you think back to the moment in time, and it doesn't have to be about, like, a physical – doesn't have to be about fitness. doesn't have to be about sports. doesn't have to be like, when was the moment that you all out there felt good about movement when, when you were like, Oh man, that felt really good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and like, that's, I think what, you know, for you and I and what we've been through in our lives and where we, have um, kind of been drawn to as a uh, profession and just kind of what we love is the impact that, you know, having a relationship with your body can have on your mental well-being, right? And so that's why we we talk about this a lot. That's why we talk about sports a lot. That's why we talk about, you know, fitness a lot is that, man, Mm -hmm. having that relationship with your physical body, because we feel... I think at times we feel like everything is just one thing. Like our mind and our body are one thing, but they're completely separate things. In in the sense that like we can we can sit all day at a computer and not move and be perfectly fine and live and like breathe and go on to the next day and have a life. But truly what you know, we should be doing is feeding both. We should be feeding our, our mind and we should be feeding our body. And when was that time when you felt like, oh, man, it might be an exhaustion from just literally, you know, walking for oh, a solid hike yeah. or uh, like
0: being able to see the top of a a, a, a mountain hike? And seeing a view at the top at the end, you're like, look at me. And your feet got you there. Yeah. Your feet got you to And you to were the like losing breath because the altitude changed and all these things. But look at you. Look mm-hmm. at you. Right? Like, you think about these people doing the hustle up the Hancock and stuff. Like, you're running up these stairs or something. Yeah. To your point that it doesn't have to necessarily be, I lifted this much weight, or it doesn't have to be, I was able to catch this ball. But just a moment where physical challenge was pressed upon you, mm-hmm. you responded, and now you're sitting there with your hands on your hips. Broad chest, chin high, grin on your face, that 's me, I did
1: it, or not a grin on your face, i 'm feeling it
0: <laughs> whatever yeah. I feel like you're feeling proud
1: of yourself, yeah, yeah, no right exactly you 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 feel at first, you feel you know if if you've that first moment where you're like, oh my god, i'm exhausted, but then you look and you know what you might have accomplished in whatever moment that was, it's really satisfying when you push your body to a point where you don't really want to push it. You realize how much your body can do for you because what it does is it, it produces how cool is this? It produces hormones that make you feel good about what you just did. I know. Hey, like your body's like, (laughs) Hey, Good job. Good job. Here you go. go. (laughs) 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 You're welcome. You're welcome. Look at you. You just heard this. Look at you. You earned this. Here's a little dopamine. Here you go. Serotonin. Here you go.
0: So awesome.
1: Cortisol, get out of here. (laughs) You have no place here, friend.
0: Oh, man. That's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. So I just like, I love seeing the kids... Experience these moments. Uh, I love the pride in Ellie's voice. You know, yeah. talking about the posture that she's holding, and that's just it, man. Like I had a great gym teacher when I was in elementary school to prove about pain threshold. That's hardly
1: ever been said, folks. I had a great gym teacher. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Poor gym teachers. I know, right? They get the, the short end of the stick. Uh, like when you, when you, <laughs> when Jeremy said gym teacher, did you all have short shorts in your mind? <laughs> <laughs> She did have like stiff hair. Oh, she. Yeah. Oh no. She. No way. Yeah. She was awesome. And I picture a guy with a whistle and short no, shorts and um, long socks.
0: She. Uh, she had the. Sh- she had big hair, super stiff, like it wouldn't move. It wasn't. Yeah, flowy like hair. it's
1: done. Like the, she goes to the uh, uh, beauty shop once a week. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Aquanet. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then she wore uh, jogger pants and then the school shirt and then, like, the jogger jacket. Yeah. Right? Oh, jogger jacket.
1: Yeah, boy.
0: Like, she represented. Was it
1: Adidas? Puma?
0: No. My, come on, now. This no. was, like. Back in the day. Yeah, what this you is think Russell Athletic. Russell.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. With the R and it looked like an eye of, a of it's like, a the bird. the R and a, it's and like it's a the bird. bird. It is a, it is is a bird. It? It's an eagle. I think is it's a bald
0: it? eagle. Oh, man. Yeah.
1: Those are the days. Mm. I wonder if Russell's still around. They are. Sponsorship. I know, right? Bring him back. What if we started just... rocking Russell. I
0: think it's a reach. I think we would look our age.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but what she did is she had every single student hold their arms out to the side mm-hmm. and they're like if you drop your arms you got." oh i hated that they i remember this and so <clears throat> i'm sitting there with my arms out um you know i think it was second or third grade and uh i'm like yeah killing it or whatever kids say yeah. at that stupid age right yeah and i'm seeing people's arms go down yeah. and I'm looking and then I'm like, another one bites the dust. Then I'm seeing the numbers go down. I'm like noticing the differences in who's sitting down. Like a lot of boys arms going down. Yes. Like a lot of girls arms aren't. No, they're not. They're so strong. Then after like five minutes I'm looking over and like all the guys are sweating, <laughs> Done. biting lips. Yeah. Faces are red. And the girls over there, Chatty Cathy, yeah. arms out to the side. <laughs> and then yeah. and I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And you don't really understand like what pain threshold means at that age, right? Yeah. You're like, I have no clue what you're talking right. about. Because totally. you think the word strong and you think you know what it means. You it's think muscle young mind. Yeah. Yeah. Lifting heavy things, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And what she was basically teaching us, and that's what she said. She said, I just want you to remember like the difference between like what toughness is and then, you know, what like force put upon something is. And I was like, This is a good lesson. And so from that moment, I always knew That I can always trust that these girls could probably go, you know, miles longer than I could. So I had to make whatever I ever competed. And it happened again when I jumped to, was that high school or middle school? My neighbor, one of my friends, um, his sister played on the soccer team. We practiced together one time. (laughs) She beat the shit out of me, right? (laughs) And uh, shout out to Heather. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was she, the whole time she was just grinning and I'm like trying, yeah, you know, yeah. and she's moving the ball left and right, like super easy. And I'm like, fuck, I'm just getting embarrassed over here. Uh, but it was a good lesson to learn about different skill sets where you're strong at one thing and that's strong at another. Mm-hmm. But I also thought, and this is where I bring it back. I think that there is a limitless amount of en- of directions that one could take to explore the personal power when it comes to their body, Mm -hmm. it comes to their, a way of finding a way to express it. Yeah. Um, And more importantly, I think if you can take the time to figure out what that is, the reward is, is lifelong. Yeah. It's lifelong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I think that's what it is. Like Karen, you talk about Tucker and Ellie, and I think about watching my sons improve in swimming and like finding like their confidence in a lot of things. Yeah. I think when you see that at such an early age and you see these moments where these young minds and young bodies find moments of, uh, not parent confidence where we're like, you're so great because I'm telling you, you're great and all these things, but they like found out for themselves. Right. I could take it. Right. I could endure this moment of challenge of change of struggle, come out on the other side. And, like, dust myself off and do it yeah. again. And as a parent, you know, it's a proud moment. Yeah. Um, and then you think about your peaks in your teens and 20s and the adjustments in your 30s. And I, I think about our age now and those who are older than us, you know, going through those same periods. One of my favorite quotes of all time, you know, is getting old ain't for the weak. Mm. Because mm. you are you know, experiencing deterioration and these things. And so the effort that is necessary for you to still maintain a certain amount of mobility and Mm -hmm. strength and endurance is a testament to your not devaluing the gift of the body you were given yeah, and respecting the gift. Yeah. And lately I've even thought like the most simple of things is if you were to put a heavy sack on your back and walk a mile like a ruck mm-hmm. and then meditate every day. And that was your streak. If I fucking ruck a mile yeah. and I meditate for yeah. 10 minutes. And I've been doing that for 20 years. Right. And you hear, you know, old timers all the time, been climbing the stairs, you know, blah, 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 blah. But they feel their power on a daily basis. They feel connected to their bodies on
1: a daily basis. If you think about the people <clears throat> who you admire, from a, um, just like not physically, um, uh, like intimidating or, or look, looking powerful, just somebody who is physically able to continue to move throughout the daily life and they're older. It's the people who are consistent. It's not the people who lift the most. It's not the people who, um, have the. Best flexibility ever. It's not the people who are um, the most gifted. It's the people who are most consistent.
0: Yeah. I can tell you a hundred percent, hundred percent of clients that I've had who have been early birds or weekend warriors and have trained with me when anyone who's elderly is training on a regular basis, Mm they, they, show up with the anticipation that it's that person that motivates them to keep going. And if that person isn't there, they get worried. Yeah. Like that person is funny
1: that our last podcast was about discipline and motivation. you just use the word motivation, the person that motivated them. They're they're motivated. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're sitting there and they're thinking like at that age,
0: look at what we're motivated by all the time. You know, as a young person, obviously like, well, you know, I want to look good for, yeah. for the dating scene and all that stuff. I feel like that's not necessarily the easiest motivation, but it's certainly
1: yeah, surface-based yeah. motivation. And, and, well, right? and there's also less obligation from right. other areas. Right. We have, if you want to call them responsibilities, obligations, whatever you want to call them. Like we have more than a 20-year-old that's yeah. not married and there ha- you doesn't go. have kids.
0: So, But to think about someone who's motivated at these ages and to tell yourself, like, I'm doing this because it's good for my body. I don't see that marketing slogan right. fucking killing it. Right. You know, right. out in public. No. Right. It's you know, lift heavyweight, it's be these things. But I don't see anyone sitting there giving props being like, You walked a mile totally. for two years straight. Yeah. yeah. And right. meditated for two years right. straight. Right. You know? Yeah. You're a badass. Right. So I'll say it to the people out there doing it. If you are moving your body in any way. Anyway. And you've been doing it for years, decades. Great fucking job. Yeah. I'm proud of you. And if you're sitting here listening right now and you're like, man, I don't do shit. It doesn't mean you can't start. And if you're thinking right now, well, what's the first thing I could do? Here's the first thing you could do. Hold a plank for as long as you can. And I don't care how long that first time is. I don't care how long. You don't have to tell me what the number is. But I bet you a million dollars the next time you do that plank it'll be longer. Yeah. A million dollars. Yeah.
1: Post data check. You know uh, yeah you 100% <laughs> you know what you can buy a dog.
0: <laughs> Go for a walk with <laughs> Cause, your dog.
1: Cuz that dog will not let you not, not move, walk it 100%. Every morning. 100%. You got to get a uh, show like you're yeah. not
0: running it solo.
1: Yeah. Sometimes. yeah
0: man, I just I guess like what I liked about talking about this is you know there's so much in life that we're navigating on a regular basis, so much stress, there's so many things that we're doing, and sometimes we forget about the most simplest thing in our life is the body in which we live in
1: yeah and that's what I say we we think it's disconnected. we have this thing in our our minds are working over time, we're thinking about bills, we're thinking about work we're thinking about kids we're thinking about friends we're thinking about um what Activities we got to go to and yet the whole time we're doing that our bodies are doing that with us. Yeah. right. Like where we have to say, well, what, what are we doing for our body to give it attention? What are we doing to make sure that it feels because we all know that it. You know, we can go through life and have a little bit of an injury, like, like our ankle hurts. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, a couple months later, our hip hurts. And you're like, oh, what's... It? Well, it's because we haven't been paying attention. Yeah. You know, because we we adjust. Our bodies are so adept at adapting, you know. And it'll it'll subdue that pain and shove it somewhere else. Or not even let you feel the pain until it's too much, right? Because you, and so, so we have to understand that you, like you said, the body in which we live has to be taken care of. It's, you know, it's like you live in a house and you, you don't care about it. You don't care about the bones. You just like, you put new paint on the outside, but you don't care about the inside. You can't flip this house, right? Yeah, man and
0: i even without the uh extra even like uh you know i was uh inflexible tight when i mm-hmm. played ball yeah and it wasn't until i got to california took my first yoga class at 21 and you know i hated it It was hard <laughs> yeah in a different way yeah and uh shout out to abby anderson my first yoga instructor and uh she right out the gate told me, She's like, It's not competitive, it's gonna feel competitive. It's not competitive. She just kept saying it over mm-hmm. and over again. Yeah,
1: because you look at those other yogis that have been there forever and they go into the crow crow poser, they're doing all these like things goddamn chair pose, and they're all the way down, their butts at their calves. And your ego and is like, like, What is going on? Your ego is like Lex Luthor over here, yeah. like, Oh, yeah, I got this.
0: And after I got past all that and was actually present. And then after a week straight, taking a class each day for a guy who was barely able to touch his knees when he bent over, like the first time I touched my toes, I was like, holy cow. I like, I remember tearing up a little bit, like, holy cow. I never thought this was something that was like possible for me, stretching. And that's why I'm saying about the relationship we have with our body, right? Like I was able to perform, produce force, produce speed, produce power. But to, like, soften the edges of yourself, you know? Yeah. Like, to be a complete person, man. Yeah, yeah, Not one piece of a person. And that's all I'm trying to say is, like, and maybe I'm leaning in on this way of talking about it. Because when I look at our children and I look at our lives, like, I just want our children as they confront... the hardships and the dark times that are coming because when i look back in our lifetime and the things that we face every day today hardships are coming yeah um but i feel that my ability to continue to move forward despite those moments despite those times despite those challenges uh, is able to give me or to reinforce the trust i have that just because some things aren't as great as i'd like them to be We still continue to progress regularly and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that of where we stand today as opposed to where we stood, you know, 20 years ago. I'm proud of the people we're raising, proud of the families that we surround ourselves with. And I just want us to set a good example for our kids and each other that I want to be a fucking cool old person, man. You know what I'm saying? Is it too much to ask? Like, I don't want to be like that crabby, like pissed off at every old person. I don't want to be that old person. I want to be the old person who's like still going. You
1: want to be somebody that people who are younger say there's still hope. Like,
0: are we setting an example? Right. Like, yeah. Hey, you know
1: what? When you grow old, it's not that bad. Yes. Right.
0: Yes. Like, I don't want it to be, well, I'm almost 40. And that number being like the yeah. thing. Right. Yeah. But I, I say that even yeah. saying like, no, even now when we think about 50, it's like, well, now I'm 50. Yeah. And like, that's the end. And I'm like, no, let's just. Yeah. Hold on a second. <laughs> Each
1: decade. Right. You just took a deep.
0: breath. I know, man. <laughs> Each decade <laughs> you know, gets its moment. And then we adapt to those moments. And like, yeah. I'm speaking from what I don't know. I don't know what it's like to be 50. I don't know right. what it's like to be 60. And even if I was 50 or 60, I only know my 50. Or 60, right? I don't know what someone else's 50 or 60 is. So when I think about aging, though, when I think about getting older, I know that I want to be as sound mind as I can. Yeah. I want to be as able-bodied as I can. And if I lift weights for no other reason than to pick up groceries and feel fucking good about picking up my groceries, oh, sir, would you like me to take that to your car for you? Youngster, sit your punk ass
1: down. <laughs> Why? One trip Why? So you one can, trip groceries right here. So I you got can this. break my eggs?
0: <laughs> you don't know how to bag <laughs> these groceries.
1: Uh, oh man,
0: I say that in class now. I'm like, whenever I do, <laughs> people are like, bicep curls are the most worthless exercise of the plate. I'm like, you're right. They are kind of worthless, aren't they? I'm like, until you got to put those grocery bags on top of that counter. <laughs> there ain't no snatches then, is there? Farmer's walks, though. Definitely groceries, exercises. Yeah, That's good stuff. All right, man. Well, hey, listen, here's what I'll say. Take a moment to explore your body, to challenge yourself in a way, but not to just beat yourself down, but just to explore what your power is. I think it's a special moment for everybody. This is the one body that you get for your lifetime. Yeah, I think it's worth the effort to put in and explore it a little bit, explore yourself a little bit in that way. And uh, if you're getting older out there, I just don't think it's over. You're just getting older. You're never done. You're not over.
1: No. Yeah. The body will give you what you ask of it if you ask of it nicely. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Love you, you, (laughs) Yeah.